0: This is an Annapolis bonus podcast. Joining us on the phone today is Michelle Eberly, who has been with us for, actually, I think this is her third time, and this is the executive director for the Maryland Health Benefit Exchange. How are you doing this morning, Michelle?
1: I'm great, John. Thanks for having me on again.
0: Well, I, I think it's been the third time. The first time was because things changed up under former President Trump with the Maryland Health Benefit Exchange and MarylandHealthConnection.gov, which some people want to refer to as Obamacare or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And then that was a pretty big change because I think the, the enrollment period really kind of shrunk. And then you came back and we talked about extensions for the open enrollment when we were, not that we're out of, but we're in the midst of that whole COVID mess, which I That's understand correct. understand was huge. How many Marylanders did we ever end up signing up under under that about? Do you remember?
1: Oh, we had I think over a hundred thousand total between Medicaid and uh, private commercial plans, and so it just was the safety net that was needed for people during the pandemic.
0: You know, it was funny; people really panicked, and I'll count myself among that. And I had never had a flu shot in my life. I don't think I've ever had the flu in my life, but last year was my first year. I did it because I said, "You know, it's going to be my luck. I'm going to get the flu and COVID all at the same time." And And, uh, you know, so but I mean, so there was, you know, a lot of people that did not have health insurance that were able to take advantage of that extended enrollment period. And that was just such a wonderful um, thing. Do you see any kind of um, those happening again? I mean, we're not out of COVID. We're hopefully coming out of it. But
1: Right, right. Well, we will play it by ear. I mean, right now we're in our open enrollment period. And so it will this year go through January 15th. And if after that period of time, it appears that there is a need for something based on uh, the pandemic situation, of course, we will evaluate it uh, carefully. And we work very closely with the Department of Health and with the governor's office to see, you know, what is the state of the public health emergency and such. But fortunately in Maryland, Uh, So many Marylanders are getting vaccinated, which has really helped us in this state uh, control the number of folks hospitalized and and dying from COVID.
0: You know, I do want to give a shout out to and it's not just Governor Hogan, but everybody that was involved in this effort to control or deal with this COVID situation when it, you know, showed up in on our doorstep in March of 2020. And, you know, Maryland's really done a very good job of
1: it overall. And I can speak from working in the trenches and seeing all the sausage making going on that that you're absolutely right. Everyone came together and the amount of effort and work that was put into uh, one first getting people tested when that first rolled out And uh, managing our hospitals and now with the vaccination. So, yeah, kudos to many, many people across the state who have helped in that effort.
0: That's for sure. Well, you did mention you said that the deadline for the open enrollment for MarylandHealthConnection.gov is January 15th now. Now, that changed, right?
1: That did change. And so historically, we've always run it from November 1st to December 15th. And this year, uh, the federal exchange, a federal marketplace, which covers all those states that are not part or that don't have their own state-based exchange, they are running it through January 15th. And so we made the decision to extend for a couple of reasons. One, the federal government will be putting in a lot of advertising around the open enrollment period. So we want to take advantage of that advertising. And then second, because we border D.C. and Virginia and states that, you know, areas that are on the federal government or the, the federal marketplace, we didn't want Marylanders going to the federal marketplace to get health coverage and then coming to, to our state and it says you're, you're not eligible. So we really want to take advantage to get as many people covered in the state. So that's why we've extended it as well. And anyone who uh, who applies through December of this year will have January 1st coverage for those folks that come in within the first two weeks of January. Their coverage won't start till February. So we still encourage everyone to come in between now and the end of December to get coverage.
0: So we don't we do not want to go to the federal marketplace, right? I mean, that's
1: no, no, we our state made the decision back 10 years ago Uh, when the Affordable Care Act was signed into law um, to keep it as a state-based marketplace. And that has allowed us to really be nimble, be innovative, put in programs like our reinsurance program that has driven down the cost of premiums. Uh, We have a new young adult subsidy program this year that further is driving down premiums. So um, that's the type of thing that, you know, having it local in Maryland uh, for, ever has been very committed to the health of our population here and to really providing innovative uh, resources and, and programs uh, for Marylanders. So that was a path we took and we're very happy with that path. So we would not anticipate a change.
0: Interesting. Well, here, here's just a sort of a random question, and you may not even have any idea what the answer is to this, but even in private health care through employers and everything else, there's always this period for open enrollment or changes and stuff like that. They do it with 401ks and everything else as well. I mean, why is there a set period of, okay, we're talking 45 days. No, we're talking what uh, 65 days
1: right now versus 45. That's a really, really good question, John. And the way our healthcare system works today is because it is all privatized um, and insurance carriers are the ones who are paying the claims and assuming the risk. The fact of having people come in at one period of time to, to get health insurance and lock in for the next year um, really helps co- spread the cost of those health care services throughout the year. So it's very, I like to make it similar that people understand to um, auto insurance. So you get your auto insurance once a year. It's not during one period of time, but it's when you commit to it, you commit to a year. You may have a car accident or you may never have a car accident, but everybody's paying into that big pool. It's the same way for health insurance. And the way it operates is because health plans operate on a yearly basis. They want to know everyone that's going to be in that marketplace for that year and everybody paying into the pool so that if they have um, an injury or an illness, then the folks that are in there that aren't using those services that you're helping to offset the costs for those that are. And what they don't want to have happen is somebody know that they need to have open heart surgery, say, and they come in and they have their open heart surgery and then they leave. And so that would have an adverse effect on the whole uh, marketplace because they wouldn't be paying their contribution and premiums all year to offset the cost of that medical care they're getting. So short of some type of, you know, national universal system, this is our system. And that's why there's a dedicated open enrollment period for the following year.
0: That makes sense to me. Um, Well, you had mentioned that there are new programs for young adults. And I think I read something that said you can get premiums through the MarylandHealthConnection.gov at as low as a dollar a month. Now, was that a typo? And if, no, if, if, absolutely if not, if not, not, how can I get young and how can I sign up for it?
1: <laughs> so, it, it, I mean, if you're between the ages of 18 and 34, this is the year to get health insurance. And that's for two reasons. One, through the Federal American Rescue Plan Act, there are increased premium tax credits that are uh, apply to everyone. And so not only young adults, but everyone. And so that's something different because of the past. The older you were and the more money you made, you would not be eligible for any premium tax credit. Um, Now, if you're age 60 and you live in Anne Arundel County and you make $90,000, you'll still be eligible for some premium tax credit to offset that monthly cost of premium. And that's paid right to the carrier, so you don't have to worry about it. Now, for the young adults, those 18 to 34, in addition to that enhanced federal premium uh, tax credit, there's also a new state premium assistance program that will add more onto that. So if you are, say, age 28 and you live in Anne Arundel County, and you make $35,000 a year, you can get a health plan for a dollar a month. And so, for $12 a year, you know, less than a, a couple fancy coffee drinks or a couple drinks at the bar, you can have comprehensive five star health coverage for the whole year. And not only cover uh, injuries and illnesses, but also preventive care. So, you can get your immunizations, you can get a wellness check. You can get your mammogram, you know, all the things that um, are important to making sure we're staying healthy, not just coverage for when we're sick.
0: Well, sure. That's the big thing for insurance companies is they want to make sure that a, you know, just like in cars, you know, you want to make sure the cars are maintained so they don't break down and and wreck and. You don't right, want your body to exactly. do that as well. Now, I'm assuming that dollar a month, uh, you've, you've got to be the right age and the right health and and everything else, and to be able to do and the right income to be able to do that. But is and is that a? And I, I don't know whether this is still being used, but that you know platinum, gold, silver, and bronze level tier. I mean, is that sort so of like an entry it level type still, plan? It,
1: well, it is still being used, but I want to correct you on thing. Your health status does not influence the cost of your health plan anymore. That was taken away when the Affordable Care Act. So the only factors that weigh into your the premium, the monthly premium is where you live, geographic, um, your age, and then um, the makeup of your family. So if it's just you or if you have a whole family that would determine that. Um, so that not your health condition at all. And no one can rate it based on a health condition anymore. And to answer your question, however, we still do have different levels of health plans. So and that, that's for if a bronze plan, like you stated, a bronze plan um, would be a plan where if, if you really – it doesn't make much sense anymore because the premiums are so low. But in the past, if you wanted a larger deductible because you didn't think you were going to use your services at all and you wanted a lower premium – You would likely, if you could afford that higher deductible, you might get that higher deductible. However, now we have our gold plans, which are um, more a richer benefit. And by a richer benefit, what I mean is the less that you as an individual pay out of your pocket. So anytime we talk about bronze, gold, silver, platinum, what it really means is what percentage of your medical costs will you pay out of your pocket and what percentage will the insurance carrier pay on your behalf. So the higher up you go in those metal tiers, bronze, silver, gold, platinum, the more the insurance carrier will pay and the less you will pay. Um, Again, now with all these new um, tax uh, premium assistance programs and premium assistance tax programs and premium assistance programs. You can get a gold plan, a very, um, you know, less out of your pocket for a dollar a month. So we have lots of plans. We have three insurance carriers throughout most of the state. United Healthcare and Care First are throughout the entire state. Kaiser is generally along the mid-quarter of the state, um, but in other regions as well. So just, you know, again, we encourage everyone to either Call our call center, go to our website, download our mobile app, or work with one of the over thousand consumer assistance folks, whether it's a producer, a navigator. Uh, or a call center that can help you find coverage that is best for
0: you. I guess the other one question I, we talked about the the young kids in the dollar a month. And unfortunately, I'm a little bit closer to the over 65 crowd <laughs> than I am the <laughs> under 28 crowd at this point. But mm-hmm. um, at 65, Medicare does kick in. And does this? That's, that's correct. Does this replace Medicare, or does does somebody over 65 need to worry about going to MarylandHealthConnection.gov?
1: Or no, I'm glad you asked that question, because Medicare, and in fact, I'm going to back up a minute, because the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid, which is a federal oversight agency, they now talk about the three M's. So they talk about Medicare, which is for folks over age 65. They talk about Medicaid, which is uh, their income dependent. So depending on your income, you can uh, value yourself A Medicaid, and then they talk about marketplace. And so marketplace is for anyone who's not in Medicare, not uh, Medicaid, but um, needs to get their health insurance on their own. They don't have employer sponsored coverage. One thing that's unique in our marketplace is that you don't have to decide whether you're eligible for Medicaid or uh, private commercial will help you. Well, the system will do that for you. So we have it integrated with Medicaid. So if you're of a lower income where you would qualify for Medicaid, and by the way, all the carriers that are in Medicaid are also in our private commercial plans. Um, So they, they really will, you can get coverage no matter which, if you're in the public option or the private option is what I'm trying to say. But Medicare is a whole different animal, and you can't – if you are eligible for Medicare, you're likely only in very limited situations would you ever be eligible to come in through the marketplace. Um, So you really have to go through Medicare to get that coverage.
0: Good enough. Well, I know that applying for coverage is pretty easy through MarylandHealthConnection.gov. And just for those that are listening, that is all spelled out. There's no MD. It's MarylandHealthConnection.gov. And you've got any number of ways. I mean, A, you can do it in English, you can do it in Spanish, you can talk with somebody on the phone, you can do it all online. You've got an app you mentioned.
1: Yes, enroll MHC, and whether Android or um, iPod, I mean, it's both of those are available for, you know, it's available, <laughs> you can have that. How
0: complicated is the process?
1: Well, we work every year to make it less complicated. So actually, annually, we work with people that are are in the process of applying online. And we watch them and we watch where they struggle and get feedback from them. And then from that, we base improvements to the system. So we're constantly refining it. And I will tell you, we measure it by the amount of calls to the call center and every year, the number of calls to our call center are trending downward because the system's becoming easier to use. And people that have used, have worked with one of our licensed insurance producers, uh will go back to them and, and use them if they have any questions.
0: I to go talk to Secretary Robinson over at Labor and figure out how to get their call volume down a little bit.
1: <laughs> well, we're always happy to help our sister agencies.
0: <laughs> um, one one thing I do know also at uh, MarylandHealthConnection.gov too is if you get do stuck, and I, and I did apply for this a couple of years ago through this, and they do have a little chat agent as well. So yes, if, and, if, if you do get stuck, you've got you've got help right there with a click.
1: And we have something new this year on that because before it was just the chat, but it wouldn't connect you with a, a live person. Now you can chat or you can, if you want to speak to a live person through the chat, we can connect you with a live person. through. Oh, the wow. Chat.
0: Okay. So it's not just a bot.
1: It's not just a bot anymore. It's a bot or a live person. That's
0: very cool. Well, the deadlines that we need to worry about are, the start deadline has already started. It was November 1st, but January 15th is the last day that you're able to apply for health coverage through the Maryland Exchange.
1: Correct. But if you want it, for January 1st. You need to apply before December 31st at 11:59 p.m. So that's there's kind of two end dates now because if you want January 1st coverage, you have to apply in the month of by the end of December.
0: MarylandHealthConnection.gov is the address that you want to go to get started. You can phone it in. You can go online and do it. I imagine there's probably even a way to print out an application and mail it in at some point. Um, I don't know whether we're that old school or not. but
1: Well, we we discourage that. Uh, We would rather have someone help you put it online, and that's for many reasons, but we do always have a paper application available.
0: That's fantastic. Well, we are speaking with Michelle Everly, who is the executive director of the Maryland Health Benefit Exchange, which does a lot more than probably just the Maryland Health Connection, which is the... Uh, Maryland Marketplace for health insurance. You want to make sure that you check that out. If you don't have health insurance for your workers, that means if you're the gig worker, if you're a young kid out on your own and you know trying to figure it out, you're looking for a job, whatever it may be, this is the place that you want to go to. That's it. Already, Michelle, thank you very much for your time. I know you're getting into your busy part of the year. Probably just what you need is the holidays rolling around, but that's your cross to bear, not mine. That's
1: right, that's right. <laughs> Well, John, we really appreciate and I appreciate you having us on uh, just to spread the word because it is so important. And If nothing else we learned through the pandemic, health is even more important than we ever thought. So get, get yourself health insurance and stay healthy.
0: No kidding, and 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 get vaxxed and get boot get boosted. I got I got my boost yes. the other week. So, Michelle, thank yes. you very much. If we don't connect, have a wonderful holiday. Have a very successful open enrollment period. And again, for those that are listening, MarylandHealthConnection.gov. Do it between now and January fifteenth is the drop dead date, and yes. December thirty first would be your drop dead date to have coverage starting January first.
1: Thank you. Take care.
0: This has been a bonus podcast from Ion on Annapolis. Please visit us at net. Follow us on Facebook at All Annapolis and on Twitter at ionannapolis. Annapolis. And if you haven't subscribed to the Daily News Brief podcast, go for it. And all of your local news will be delivered to your phone,
1: tablet, or smart device by 6 a.m. every Monday through Friday.